0: everyone and welcome to our podcast show ladies with chapters where we empower engage and inspire women to live love and embrace their lives and chapter stories I am your host Shemaine good afternoon ladies and gentlemen today my guest is dr. Denitra. so welcome to ladies with chapters
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. I know.
0: I'm excited too because I'm going to tell you, this conversation with you is kind of unique because you are a fitness lover. You are also a veterinarian and you are a bodybuilder. Take me down memory lane, how this all started for you. Okay. Well, for me...
1: It started way back in 2007 when I went on the Zumba lifestyle. I don't know if you remember Zumba. It's I still do. Yeah. So I started with Zumba when I was in high school just to stay in shape before I went to college. And then in 2011, I became certified as a Zumba instructor because I loved it. I liked it. I wanted to stay fit and healthy. I was always very Interested in the fit lifestyle and especially being a student, you need to have a little outlet and things like that. So that's kind of where the fitness started for me. I wasn't a athlete or anything like that in high school, but I just dove into fitness later on in life. So that's kind of where it started. And then I went through, had my son when I was a junior, I was up and down with my weight. So I always struggled with weight issues. So I always wanted to stay as active as possible because I was always a thicker girl, you know? So that was just always kind of in my genetics. But then um, I moved to Florida, which was exciting. Definitely had some lows, some highs, some lows. But when I moved to Tampa, I was definitely at a really low place. I hit my highest weight of 250 like 260 this kind of going already into the sad part but I was engaged you know we ended up cutting off the engagement going off. separate ways and then I'm just kind of stuck in this place where I lost myself I think I was having that midlife crisis because I was about to turn 30 and I felt like I need hair to get married so I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to rush into that part of our life Yeah, you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially being um, a new grad, a veterinarian, I was eight years of my life. So, you know, we go through school and then now we finish and now we're like, okay, I'm supposed to start my life. And I don't even, I haven't even gotten to that part of anything. So I thought I had to hurry up and rush and get to yeah. it, you know, but things, things don't always work out that way for the better. And that's kind of when I started to rediscover myself back in 2017 when I went on that journey because I went to go try on dresses and I was a size 20. When they said I was a size 20 wedding dress, I was like- Are you serious? Yes. That was the little- um, Balls that went off for you. Yeah. I was like a 20, what? Like I've always been like a 14, 16, you know, that kind of size. But when she said 20, I'm like, what?
0: Something has to be done.
1: Yes. Yes. So that's kind of where I started- From just, you know, exercise, Zumba, like a cardio-based workout, to more of a HIIT training, weights. That's when weights started to come about into my life in 2017, um, when I hit that really high weight. And that's where it started in Tampa. And then um, my stepdad, he was the reason that I discover bodybuilding because he was training for a bodybuilding competition in Tampa so i watched him go through the whole process of getting ready for a show complete transformation it was the coolest thing i ever seen and then when i went to the physical show down in south florida i saw different people they all were they all were different some were smaller some were bigger and then i could identify with some of the people that looked like me and i'm wow. like hey maybe maybe i could do maybe that maybe i way. can do this yeah yeah
0: that, yeah, so that
1: part happened when I watched him go through the process, and then I went to the show, and I'm like, "Hey, maybe I can do that one day." So I just kind of—it was always a a dream, a thought in my head. So fast forward 2017, 2018, I'm always yo-yoing up and down, struggling with my weight. You know, I'll go down, I'll go up. I did lose a good amount of weight, but I never got like under, you know, like 200 pounds yeah. or something like that. I always hit like a little plateau at 200, and then. Quarantine hit, like everybody, and I gained a good amount. I didn't gain a lot of weight, but I gained I gained a good amount of weight again. You know, I think everybody did. I think
0: everyone <laughs> I think <everybody> did. <laughs> I don't care how much we tried. It was like, listen, I'm trying, but I think we all felt a fact. Kudos to those who were able to drop it or kept it neutral. Hey, listen, high five to you, but ciao. Yeah. I don't have one friend who said that they did not. All of my friends, everybody just gained weight. All of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, everyone got at least 10, 15 pounds. I know they did. It's, it yeah. was hard not to just because everything was shut down and closed. You know, there was, there was no option. So, yeah. you know, that was a big thing for me. And then, like, you know what, once we got over that hump, Fast forward to the end of 2020, September, October, is when I started the journey in October of 2020, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to get this little bit of weight. It wasn't that much weight, but I wanted to get that little bit of weight off and really hit that, that next area that I really wanted to hit because my original goal was always 170 pounds. I didn't have like a size goal or like a, I want to be this size dress or anything. I just wanted to hit, get under 20. 200 pounds, it was like a crutch for my whole life. It just felt like I was always holding on to it. Yeah. Even in high school, I was always like 170, 180. So that's where the journey started um, with bodybuilding. And then especially mental health, uh, when it comes to fitness for me, it's really, really good for my mental clarity. It, it does, like lifting is really big for that for me, especially with just when you, you go through things, you're having a rough time especially when I was going through those changes with the past and then trying to come into my own. Like I really learned a lot about myself during 2020 and I eliminated a lot of negative energy, a lot of negative, you know, Everything that was affecting me, I I don't know if everyone. I had a lot of therapy sessions, but yeah. <laughs> I worked through myself. I worked with a therapist, and you have to work through that stuff. And I had a lot of deep issues that I needed to, to de- get through. To get
0: through, so yeah. I, yeah,
1: yeah, That's yeah, a- So the reasons, you know, you know, all of for me. It was a lot of, you know, separation issues because I was a product of a divorce. So you don't know all the little stuff that you go through that affects you and how you how you become and who you attract into your life, into your world. So
0: would you say that going through the whole thing with the bodybuilding and taking control of yourself, you saw where you were able to unpeel all of those that you had under there?
1: Yes, it took most of the journey. So the journey was October, and then the show was June of 2021. So that was eight months of me. One, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna do a show." But a lot of change happened. Like I had to deal with my, you know, food issues because that was the reason why I yo-yoed so much. You know, that's Mm -hmm. everyone's struggle, and that was a big struggle with me with sugar and salt and things like that because i knew once i got to those last few weeks of getting to a bodybuilding competition you that's not an option you can't snack or you can't make that an excuse anymore because you're not going to get on the stage so really dealing with those deep issues and the reasons why we snack for me it was emotional eating and you know things like that where it's an emotion like that's something you can control but food isn't in control and that was a hard one for me like i had to let food be food and not yeah. be a crutch and crutch, that took yeah. most of the
0: time so what i'm hearing is that your hobby and your passion was able to help you through all of those that you went through just unpeeling it and with your step father you know he was able to like took you to a different level for you to understand yourself more and today you were able to go into a competition just about a month or two months ago. Tell me about that competition. How did it go?
1: Yeah. Well, I was definitely terrified to go on stage, especially for somebody that's never wore a bikini out in public, let alone a bikini in front of people who were going to judge me on the way I look and how i a self-conscious person. Now I'm going on stage half naked and now you're going to tell me yes that looks good no that doesn't look good you can fix that a little bit better like you know (laughs) that
0: is (sighs) that's bravery right there actually
1: having the moxie and the you know the i don't know this the the courage to just walk up the stairs was already a win um, when I was there, everyone was like, are you okay? Are you nervous? Are you nervous? Are you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm okay. But the second it was my turn to walk up those stairs, I started to get hot. And then I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ha- oh, man, I gotta have to go up to stage now. But I'm like, I'm here now. I guess we're gonna do it. <laughs> so wow. I
0: did it.
1: Um, but yeah, for yeah yes yes that's that's a lot of bravery girl um, for sure two novices is where you've never done it yes i'm excited about it i loved every minute of it i was definitely hungry but (laughs) but that's kind of comes with territory but i i loved every minute of it i love the backstage atmosphere i loved all the support i had lots of family friends there um i would definitely do it again for sure
0: awesome awesome so dr derniger let's talk about this new venture that you your service right now, mobile veterinarian, that's unique. So I want to hear yeah. this. Tell yeah. me about it, because especially at this time, if I don't have to leave my house and I can have someone come and look at my dog and give him all the shot that he need. Hey, I'm all for that. So let's talk about that.
1: Yes, yes. So it's definitely been an idea in the making. Um, Pre-COVID, I already had the thought in my mind before we hit the quarantine and everything. But then, of course, life happened. But then when I came back around, I'm like, you know what, I think I'm ready to kind of go out on my own because things are starting to settle out settle out a little bit. I already had all the plans and everything kind of in my mind set the way I wanted to go. So I had the time. I'd been learning about how to, you know, own a practice and, and manage it. So I was ready. So I just went ahead and took the plunge, applied for my LLC. And I'm like, now I'm a woman business owner. So it's it's really exciting, especially in a male-dominated Caucasian industry. It's very, very, very exciting. Everyone's very receptive to it. Definitely this area alone is being able to I don't really know what's happening right now and all the case numbers are going up and down. Um, So people having other options and um, everyone's complaining about every vet is already booked out. So I get a lot of calls just from people that haven't been able to see their vet in six, seven months just because they just can't get in. So being able to provide the service, especially to those that um, can't get to a veterinarian or that appreciate the convenience, a lot of seniors and people with multiple pets. Those are the ones like, oh my God, I have like five dogs or, oh my gosh, like I have someone next week, they have a disability. They can't physically go to the hospitals, um, to the vet hospital. So they haven't seen a vet in two years because they have someone helping them, but they can't take the dog. So those type of people, I'm excited to be able to help and provide the service for them for sure.
0: That is amazing. I love it. I love the idea. I'm doing
1: pretty much everything full service.
0: That is great. Now, tell my listening yeah, audience, yeah. where can they find you? And how convenient is your service? What your hours are? Let's talk about that. Okay,
1: so right now we're doing like a soft opening. We call it soft, but we've been really busy. Y'all been but hard it at it, right now. Girl. There's no
0: soft opening. you doing your thing. You know <laughs> soft opening there here. You're, no doing smile, this. <laughs> You're doing your thing, girl. Forget about that soft opening. That went out the door. you doing your stuff. Let's go ahead and tell them how can they book Dr. Danita.
1: Right now, Monday through Wednesday, we're open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can call me directly at 407-490-1652. You can find me at askdrdenita.com or on Instagram or Facebook. It's all the same as Dr. Danita. So it's Ask, D-R-D-O-N-I-T-A on all you can book an appointment, consultation, whatever you need. I'm pretty available. I've been available anyway through my um, Instagram and Facebook pages for the last few years. So it's good that I've, I've already built that platform. So a lot of people already have known me in the community. I have some pretty, pretty established names like Bakari Burns, one of my clients. So he'll be able to find me through Facebook and Monique Warrell. So I'm already excited that I have my people. They know how to find me. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. awesome
0: so what all areas do you service like how far are you all look, i um, currently
1: so i currently service uh west orlando so that's ocoee winter garden windermere Dr. Phillips, parts of Orlando, like a little bit into downtown. I will do an out of area, out of mileage fee if if I have the time to go out to underserved areas. But of course there's additional fees for people that are out of the service area. But other than that, yes, I'm pretty much serving most of the West Orlando community, which is pretty underserved for sure.
0: Okay. And I know it is mobile, but what are some of the services that one can get if you were to come to their home to service their dog? What are some of the services that you offer?
1: So as of right now, I am offering wellness exams. I am doing sick visits as well as some emergency calls if it's something that I can handle and I have, you know, I can switch my schedule around to come and see you. I do full vaccinations. I also do blood work send out, fecal testing. I do have an an in-house, on-site blood work unit. So if it is an emergency situation or it's really sick and we need answers right now, I do have a way where I can do blood work at that moment to get some answers for you as well. Hopefully in the near future, some months down the road, I do want to possibly get a uh, full truck where I can do a full service. I'll be able to do space, neuters, dental cleanings, x-rays. That's the only thing I don't have right now is an x-ray unit as well as um, the capability for full surgeries, but I will do small sedated procedures, like little bite scratches, you know, dog bites, things like that, I can do that with sedation. But full anesthesia, all of that will come down the road. Once we get busier and we get a truck, uh, we'll be able to be um, 100% full service.
0: And that will happen, because we are gonna sneak it into existence. That is gonna happen. So let's talk about this. Yeah, Has yeah. that always been a hobby for you, veterinarian, or that was something you kind of like just picked up as along the way?
1: So I wanted to be a veterinarian since I was five years old. That's a typical story for most kids, but I definitely was that person when I was five. I'm like, I want to be a veterinarian, which is a typical story for most people that are kids. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm that pusher. I'm a person like I always follow through. My mom was like, you don't have to be a vet just because you've always said it. But when I went to college, there wasn't anything else I really wanted to do. So yep, yeah, it was wow. always a passion of mine. The reason I went into the mobile sector of things was so that I can be in more control of my schedule uh, because I am also a mother of a soon to be eight year old son and working five, six days a week for someone else. It wasn't giving me enough control of my schedule. And with bodybuilding, that was another 30, 40 hours of my week. So I was exhausted. I just didn't have the time, but I didn't want to give up bodybuilding and I still have to be a mom and I have to do this. And why not work for yourself? You know, you can work your own hours and you can still be in control of your family life and your personal life. When and, and I was getting burnt out, honestly, like working that much all the time. It just I wanted to be in control of the clientele that I had. And you know, you don't have to take everybody. You just take on the people that, you know, really want you and you want to help them. So, you know, my mental health is just important as yours. So we just have to all work together because <laughs> you know we just we have to do what's best for ourselves so
0: i totally agree with you now i know this journey it sounds like that was the most rewarding part for you being able to take control of your own schedule while you're raising your son would you say that
1: yes that is the most exciting part especially Now my son's like, I just want to spend time with you and this and that. And it's just like breaking my little heart. And I'm like, that's why I'm doing this. That's why, you know, I'm changing up everything so that we can go out and we don't have to say, hey, I have to work. We can go and have fun or go to Disney or go to Universal. You know, I don't have to always be working.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about a challenge. What would you say was the hardest challenge that you experienced on this journey? For yourself or for even for your family for you and your son
1: the hardest challenge was definitely kind of finding my place in the veterinary field especially being i've been out for like almost six years now but in the beginning it was hard because he was young i had him when i was a junior in vet school so the last part of that journey was already difficult because i had him in school i wasn't sure if i was going to fail out if i was going to make it but I had a really good support system with my family. Um, so that was one of the harder parts of the journey, him ex- actually existing and coming into that into this world when I was in school. But then afterwards, I actually failed my board twice when I was still in school because I had um, really bad test anxiety and I had undiagnosed ADD that I didn't know about. So I definitely, that was a big challenge for me when I finished vet school. So I had to, I couldn't go do my internship. I had to give up my internship, I had to, you know, go live with my mom. She told me to come, stay with me, you know, relax, decompress, and then we'll get things figured out. My son was barely like two and a half, not even three years old yet, and we had to move to North Carolina because I couldn't go to my internship, and she helped me. I went and got diagnosed because I'm like, wow, I keep taking this test and I'm studying but nothing's happening, so I got um, diagnosed, and I'm like, wow, I wish I had known this all throughout school, I probably would have yeah. been doing a little bit better exactly. here, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, everything happens for a reason. But once I had the, the test accommodations, I was able to pass the test and I got my license. So um, it was hard though. Cause you know, I had to, it was humbled me because I had to work, you know, I had my degree, but I had to work like as a vet tech, a vet assistant for like six to eight months until I took my board. So it was a humbling experience. It just kind of told me like anything can happen, you know, but it was, it was definitely very stressful, but I talk a lot about it on my pages, especially like new grads or people in undergrad that have test anxiety and mental issues. It's like, it's okay. Like you can embrace it and know that that's something, but it doesn't define you. It doesn't, it's not going to keep you from being who you are. You just have to find a way around it so that you can get to where you need to be. It doesn't mean that it's, it's a, it's an ad. you know, yes. I always struggle with standardized testing, like SAT, ACT, GRE. They all were like really, that was always really scary for me because I knew I always struggled with them. So, you know,
0: I'm happy that you share that and you spoke about it and like you say, embracing it and being able to face it and move on. You talked about being humble. You talked about the family, you know, support that you got. You talked about the struggle that you went through. That is, I mean, going through all of that, it made your journey. It made up all of these chapters that you faced. And now to see that you are at a space and at a place in your life where you just spoke of being able to Manage your own time, being able to take the time when you want to spend with your son, not clocking on someone else's time. So now you can look back at your journey and see that all the hard work, all the struggle, all those sacrifices that you went through, you now can look back and say, you know what? With humble bones, I am doing this for my baby. I'm doing this for us. Because you gave up a lot. You made the sacrifices to be on this journey that you are right now. That is amazing. Thank
1: you. I'm excited about it. You know, I I think about you're going to make me tear up because I'm just, (laughs) we definitely went through a lot for sure. Yeah.
0: But that's the whole point where many people need to understand that no matter what you go through, you cannot stop. You have to continue. You have to continue on wherever that is, whatever that it is that you're reaching for. You have to continue. And there is going to be multiple ups and downs in between. Some have a pretty red, rosy road. We all don't. Everybody don't. But no matter what yeah. challenge come your way, you what came your way, you dealt with it. Like you spoke of, you had to, you went back to your mom, family support. I mean, all of that made you now today, you were able, you got your LLC, you have your business, you ain't clocking it for nobody. That's yours. I look back up and that's what I'm saying. Like This is empowerment that you can now look and see all of the struggle, everything I went through. Now I'm reigning in this today with a humble with a humble spirit, a humble mind, a humble self, that I didn't do that for nothing. I did it for what I'm encountering now today. I love it. Right. I and people,
1: it. they feel that and they see that, you know, even when I don't, I don't always go out and say, hey, I'm Dr. Janita," or this and that, you know, and I might, I'll say it maybe at the end, like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a veterinarian. And they're like, oh really? Because a lot of, I don't like to start that way sometimes because people prejudge you on who you are just because of your title, and it's not like I didn't earn it, but I want to kind of get to know you a little bit before I dive into all the other parts of me, because I don't want you to prejudge me and, you know, kind of go on that route, but it's great, because I a lot of people are really appreciative, and they they see the spirit and the giving heart that I have, and and they know, like, I'm not going to hurt you or your pet or anything like that, because you know you can see my spirit And I'm, I'm really big on that. Like, I, I feel people's energy and they can feel mine. I'm very, I'm an empath, which kind of comes with territory with most people in the medical field, but I'm definitely an empath. So I feel people's pain. I I can see your spirit. I, you know, most people can see mine. So um, I just kind of live that lifestyle and I'll try to make it clear because some people, you know, they see the doctor thing immediately, But then they don't know all the struggle. And that's why on my pages, every once in a while, I'll talk about it. And they're like, really? Wow, like, you went through a lot. And I'm like, sometimes I have to remind people like, hey, this this wasn't just easy. Like, I'm not like, oh, this magical bodybuilder and this veterinarian and all of this cutesy stuff. They're like, oh, my gosh, she's doing it all. I'm like, this was not just, it didn't just fall into my lap.
0: You made a great point. And that, I'm telling you, because... The whole thing is that a lot of times you spoke of people prejudging you. You do not know what my chapter three, my chapter two, or my chapter five was like. I am now in chapter 10, but don't judge me now because you're seeing me with, like you say, the doctor behind, in the front of my name, or you're seeing all this acronyms behind my name. Don't judge me for that because you have no idea what I went through to be where I am today. I really appreciate you sharing your story. I do, because I think many more women need to understand and they need to know that, you know, no matter what you go through, no matter what roadblocks come your way, don't stop. Just keep going.
1: Yes, definitely. Especially, you know, the single moms out there. Everything, like even for me, like when it comes to relationships, now I'm in a committed relationship, but that, that didn't happen overnight either. That required a lot of self-sacrifice and internal learning and all that. So sometimes, you know, those that believe in God, you have to talk to God and you have to really deal with what's inside of you because he's not going to bring the person into your life until you've dealt with the stuff that needs to be dealt with. Cause you might not be ready for your mate yet. And I was like, you know what, God, I've dealt with it. I'm ready. It's time. And literally the second I laid down everything and I released it, the per the person came into my life. So, and I know it sounds like a fairy tale, but I went through a lot of struggle to get to that point too. So. <laughs>
0: Listen, that is not a fairy tale. And when I tell you what you just said, you are opening a whole new podcast by itself. We're going to have to have a whole new one just for that. Because. <laughs> many of us yes so like that's stories? a whole nother conversation that's a whole nother yes. conversation because i'm telling you that right there what you just said like, online that's a whole that's a whole another book i want to write i want to write a book
1: yes i want to write a book about online dating because of so much i went through with online dating like i have a whole like i that's a, i have a whole 300 page book for online Girl, dating so I'm hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally believe you so let's talk about what will you leave with the listening audience today what advice would you give them what would you share with them today
1: i would definitely say kind of assess the things in your life that you really haven't dealt with and it might be uncomfortable it might not be pretty but i honestly feel like when you deal with those deeper issues you'll come out out of the light, you will. Like um, you'll blossom, kind of like I was saying, I was blossoming like a flower. Like you have to come, you have to grow from out of those ashes and out of those places so that you can bloom and be this beautiful flower. But you just, you have to go and dig deep and find those things and kind of pick off all of those nasty little roots and and weeds so that you can become a beautiful flower. And it just, it takes time. It really, it really does. You just have to really deal with it. I I love (laughs) And everything will slowly start to come together. It's never going to be perfect. But just kind of everything, every little moving piece, like your personal life, like really self love was a big one for me, like really loving yourself. So and then you love yourself. You love your body. You love what you put into your body. You love how you treat your body. And then, then you, everything's going to come together beautifully. And then you're going to attract the type of people and the energy that you want. You're going to reject the stuff that you don't want. And it's not going to come.
0: <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, you hit hitting on so many things. That, like, that's over here. Because listen, I have to plug this one in there. You just said something that is so powerful. I think I, I actually had a whole 10 minutes talk on my podcast about that. You have to be able to lay your foundation yourself, work on you, all of those areas, you. So therefore, when you attract the right person or the right into your life, you would already be there. You would be able to send off whatever that is to attract them because you already worked on yourself. You already built yourself and laid the foundation there. for you. You already there. Girl, listen, we could stay here all day and talk about so many different topics. I love yes, it, I yes. love it, I love it. Well, Dr. Demeter, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being here with me today. I truly appreciate your time and I had fun. It was great.
1: You too, I did too. I enjoyed it. Yes, yes. I yes. appreciate it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I love what you're doing. I love this platform. I'm excited to see more as well. So looking forward to it.
0: Yes. Okay. Ladies, there you have it. Follow Dr. Denita. And she has the mobile veterinarian services. Do not want to leave your home and you want your dogs to be checked. Go ahead and hit her app. I ain't going nowhere else. She already have my dog all ready and good. So guess what? That's going to be my veterinarian going forward. Dr. Danita, hit her app.
1: I appreciate it, thank you.
0: Women from all over are finally opening up and sharing their chapter stories. If you have a story, we would love to hear from you. Email us today. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lwchapters at yahoo.com or lwchapters Instagram and Facebook. Your story is yours. No one knows your story like you do.